0: It's a new week, continuing along <coughs> in the Psiq of Sha'ar, Avedas Elikim. And one of the last points that we learned that some of us made was that when we're talking about this, this marshal that we're using, that we're trying to compare when a person gives something good or a favor, does some benefit to somebody else. And logic would dictate, and we understand that we have an obligation to reciprocate, to thank, to give, uh, show gratitude. That's even when it's just two people who are on par with one another. But imagine if the one who's the benefactor is much, much greater than the person who is the beneficiary. And this person who's receiving is very, very weak, very low. So that contrast, that distance in terms of this greatness, how much more so would it be incumbent upon the recipient to appreciate and thank what he's receiving? And there, he from there, he uh, jumped off and said, well, let's take a look. We're not talking about favors that one person does to another, but we're talking about favors that the Almighty himself, the Creator himself, who is the most exalted of all beings, does for us lowly creatures, if you think about it in comparison. And even more than that, he says, and if you look at a person himself, I'm just summarizing the last couple of paragraphs we did. If you look at a person himself, the human being, in terms of even the creatures who who move and walk, we have domain inanimate objects, inanimate of the elements like the ground and rocks. Then we have the plant life that's, that's the, in the uh, category of tsemeach, things that grow, the trees. Then we have the chai. The third category of the four, as the kuzari tells us, is the chai, the living being. Living beings are those who walk around on two legs and those who walk around on four legs. And some will walk around on a hundred legs. Okay, you have you have all types like the centipede, but all those are included in the in chai. And then we have higher than that is the human species, the human race, which is a medaber, Now medaber, not only do we allow, are we are we able to speak? Not only do we have the gift of speech, but that comes from intellect. Animals don't have intellect; they have instinct. They, have, they are programmed naturally to know things, how to do things with great dexterity. Oftentimes, greater than the human being, as Chav HaSavavos will explain. But we are higher than them in that we have intellect. We're able to create. We're able actually, in ways, not to follow our instinct. Animals could only follow the instinct. Hashem made us that we are able to say no to our natural instincts and tendencies. So therefore, from a, from a comparison standpoint between animals and the human beings, he says, Let's compare the human being to other living beings in the chai category, that can't speak and that don't have intellect. They don't have seichel, which is the animal kingdom. But yet... The human being is chaser v'cholash mikulam. We are lacking and we are weaker than all of them. The year lechazet b'shloishin yonim. We see this in three different aspects. Three aspects. He will demonstrate how the human being is weaker and more more dependent than the animal kingdom. Echad mihem. The first is. In his growth, development, his infancy, the young age, we know that if you've ever read books on it, or if you ever seen like uh, some films on this, you know National Geographic, they show these things that the animal, as soon as it's born, you can have a calf or. a uh, uh, a horse gives birth to its young, certainly these types of larger animals, and within sometimes minutes, the the calf is able to stand and walk on its own. And even though it has to nurse from its mother from a, for a little bit, but after that, it's on its own. Right away, it's independent. So first of all, its development is much quicker is much more independent sooner and they're much stronger they can withstand pain a human being a baby the, the the tiniest thing hurts it it it's hungry it starts crying right away it needs so much it is so helpless and uh, the truth is one of the we, we we've learned this earlier in Chavis sabab one of the reasons that Hashem doesn't give intellect Right away at infancy is because if a baby would realize and have the seichel, have the intellect to know how helpless it is, it would go crazy. It's, it's like sort of like a person who's paralyzed, right? A baby can't walk, can't crawl, can't really move. If they would know that what state they're in, they would go crazy. So Hashem made that the mind is also in a very early infancy stage of development. But it takes so much time and the child is so helpless and every little pain hurts it and the animals they take it, they take it with it they take it in stride and the animals are able to care for themselves fend for themselves and they don't here he calls it they don't put the burden on their parents to raise them as the human beings do. The human being needs its parents to, to care for it. And if it's left on a doorstep, someone needs other some other adult to care for it. But the animals, even though they do have parents, they have parents, but yet they don't sort of burden their parents with taking care of them. i t- just tell you one verse from our beautiful Shabbos with the the Yeagers, with, uh, with Naftali Yeager and his Rebetzin. So uh, someone just came by that he just had a grandchild. So Rav Yegu said, Oh, the Chudu used to say, when a person has a grandchild, that grandchild makes the person, the grandparent, into a mensch, into a, a human being, into a person. Why? He says, because animals also have children. So to be a parent, a father or a mother, the animal kingdom also has that. The animals also give birth, and their offspring is is considered their child. They're young, but they don't have grandchildren. To be grandchildren, to be a grandparent, that's uniquely human. So when a person is Zeichet to a grandchild, it means he's Zeichet to become a mensch, a person, a human being. So this is the first area to contemplate of how animals are so much greater than the human being in terms of its ability and its dependence as opposed to the human being. We're much weaker. vinyan the second. Ayin when we analyze We feel realize what's inside a person. The waste that is goes through the human body and till it exits the body, and certainly also when a person goes many days without having to wash its body, cleaning the body. And a person would have to go many days without bathing, without cleansing himself. So the, the, the dirt, the filth, the stench on a human being is much more severe, is much more unpleasant than that of an animal. Animals can go days and weeks without showering, without bathing. Certain animals live near water, so they're always in and out of the water, but many animals are not like that. So both from the inside waste products and the outside, the epidermis of the human being also takes from the elements much harsher than the animal kingdom. And we even go to an example by the demise of an animal and that of the person it's filth, it's stench. That's the truth of it. That uh, you can have a carcass of an animal, you know, you see sometimes a roadkill, and it's not awful, maybe the, maybe the flies go around it, but after a while, it's it's gone, and there's not much of a terrible stench. But, a human being, we know that the cupboard, we have to give a, a person, even after the person is not living anymore. The covered, the respect, the honor we have to give a human being, and one reason is because it's considered a and amaze it's a disgrace for the human being, even when they are in a state of demise, even when they're deceased, to give it covered. And one reason is because it, when it lays around and it's masriach, it starts to rot; it becomes very disgraceful, very an awful stench. You know, the Gemara tells us in Shabbos. That if there's a mace outside on Shabbos, even though a mace is muktsa on Shabbos, but if there's a mace outside and it's laying in the sun and the sun is starting to beat down on it, it's starting to, to rot, we st- are allowed to do certain things, even though it's not a, not permissible to to move the the dead body because it's muktsa. But the Gemara tells us that Shabbos, different ways that you could bring two people, could come and bring beds over there and bring a, a sheet to put over over themselves, and you could basically do a whole trick to then be able to protect the dead body from the sun, because that's what happens to the dead body. And its filth and its waste products of a, of a human being is far more severe than that of the animals. The And the third and final, difference, distinction between the animals and the human being. And this is all to appreciate that all of this goodness that we get from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we are lower in a sense than even the animals. Now, we must point out as the Mashkiach, my Rebbe pointed out, that we're not talking about the human being and his neshama. Of course, the human being with his neshama, the human being with his intellect, and who acts like a human being, who is able to use his neshama to overcome his animalistic side? His physical animal being, of course, surpasses the animal by light years. But in terms of the sheer comparison of the physical makeup, the physical abilities of an animal, and that of a human being, we see that the human being, it's no contest. The human being loses on all accounts. If there would be the Olympics, if we would have to have the Olympics and show the, the, the human strength and prowess compared to animals, they'd lose every race. The humans would lose every contest, whether it's running, whether it's jumping, except the things that need, require a skill like, you know, maybe shooting something into a hoop. But otherwise, in terms of what's quick and swift and the agility, the animals... Beat us in every account. But that's the physical human being. Of course, the neshama that Hashem instilled in us is what could bring us higher. But just in the comparison, even what we need from Hashem in terms of our gufnius, even in terms of our physical needs that we need from Hashem, and I mean, Hashem allows everything to work well. When it does, how much more so do we have to appreciate because we're in much greater need than that of the animals? So the third is We see there's a weakness in terms of how it's able to care for itself when what happens? if When a person loses the ability to speak which really means he loses his, his mind. Never, when a human being loses his mind, it's one of the terrible catastrophes in life to see a person who starts getting dementia and or worse, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's so sad because you see the person who could have been tremendously successful and, and uh, smart and be able to take care of so many people, but all of a sudden, they can't even take care of themselves. When a person, a human being, loses his mind, that is the uniqueness of a human being over the animal. It has a mind, the human being, and that's what allows it to speak. But when he loses that mind, he's not able to take care of himself. that's what he has greater than than the the animals, but. Once he loses that, something never happens with his mind, as we see it happens. Hashem allows that to happen sometimes. at that time, it's so much more dangerous, it's so much more lost, helpless than the other than the animals. It's, it's so, the person is so dangerous that you have to have a caretaker. You have to have sometimes someone to to walk around 24-7 with the person. Otherwise, the person could wander off and get lost, put himself in danger, do something dangerous to himself. As we know, that's what happens. He could, he could make himself destructive. He could kill himself. Never. But animals, most animals... They have an innate, an instinct understanding how to fend for themselves, how to care for themselves, to protect themselves from harm. <speaking in Hebrew> how to get food for themselves. <speaking in Hebrew> All the more so, a human being who loses the Seichel. So besides the fact that he has to try to find food and get food, and it's harder than that of the animals. But certainly when a person loses his seichel, Nebuch, when he has a, uh, a breakdown of the of the mind, of the intellect, and the, at that point, they're not able to even take care of themselves. They can't even prepare themselves a meal. They have to depend on so many other people. So here we see this contrast. We're going to have to hold it here for now. We'll see why he wants to bring in this point of these three areas where the human being is so much weaker and so much less able to do things than the animals. And we'll see how we compare that in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow night. HaGuttenacht.